And welcome back to the End Times Countdown. I am your host, Pastor Matt Nichols. And previously, we had talked about the revival aspect of this dream that Tommy Hicks was given and has given to us <laughs> in these end times. And the beauty of the impartation, the, the anointing, the appointing that we saw where the Lord Jesus himself was stretching forth his hand and imparting and appointing people, anointing people, but at the same time, healing these people. Absolutely amazing. And then we saw them going forth and doing the same thing that happened to them to others with the same impartation, with the same anointing, with the same power. Absolutely amazing. And so let's continue with what this end times ministry what it looks like because so far we've had we've had a struggle with how we're gonna how do we arrive into this ministry how do we go from where we've been and transition over into where the lord wants us to be in this end times ministry sadly we've been trying to do it all these generations through prayer and through our own works our own ideas our own denominations and programs and so forth when really it's never been up to us to begin with everything operates in the father's times and in his seasons and in, you know when he knows these things are ready to come to fruition ready to come to pass so we can't put a rush on the things of god <laughs> our job is to be able to discern when these seasons and times are and be ready for them when they show up. And so we also saw where that great separation has occurred and just what that looks like. So let's look at this. What does this end time ministry actually look like? He said, as these people continue in this mighty end time ministry, I did not fully realize what it was. And I looked to the Lord and said, what is the meaning of this? And he said, this is that which I will do in the last days. I will restore all that the canker worm, the palmer worm, the caterpillar. I will restore it that they have destroyed. Interesting. It's a reference back to Joel chapter two. The Lord then said, this is my people in the end times will go forth as a mighty army. Shall they sweep over the face of the earth? And he says, as I was at this great height, I could see the whole world. And here's where we get to see what this end time ministry looks like. And I watched these people as they were going to and fro over the face of the whole earth. And suddenly there was a man in Africa. And in a moment, he was transported or translated by the spirit of God. And perhaps he was in Russia or China or America, or some other place. And then vice versa, those in America were transported, translated to Russia, to China, to here, to there. Now, I want to stop here because are we talking about a very physical translation? Are we talking about a physical transportation? Why not? Absolutely, why not? Right? Because you'll remember in the book of Acts, how the disciple was translated from one place to another as he was baptizing the Ethiopian 
who served the queen Candace, right? So he dunked the man in baptism, brought him up, and when he brought him up, he was gone. And they found him a couple cities down the road in an instant, in a moment. So are we talking about physical translation? I believe so. But I think there's something in this that we've missed, and this is the power that should be working in the church There is a translation, there's a transportation that can happen and does happen within the spirit. Now then, we are a prayer ministry, so guess what we do a lot? We do a lot of prayer, we do a lot of intercession, we do a lot of teaching and working within other churches, other ministries, and we raise up prayer groups, we raise up intercessory groups, and we teach the revelation of prayer as it was intended to be taught. And so we've seen many things. We saw when the COVID-19 pandemic, the whole mess started over in Wuhan, China. And several in our corporate prayer core group can attest to this. We literally in the spirit were translated into this place in China. Several testimonies of people that could see people that were there and they could see buildings and places. And we prayed in that place and we prayed several things, you know, uh, for containment and just different things as we were led, as we were in that place of prayer. There is a transportation and there is a translation within the spirit of prayer. So we have to be cautious in many things we see and read that we don't take it just at face value in the natural, in the fleshly understanding that this is going to happen physically, literally to my body or so on. Many of these things happen in the spirit and we've got to be ready and open and in position and in a place where we can say, however this needs to go, let's go. Right? However this, however the Lord has destined and purpose for this to happen why this is how it's going to happen and i'm just going to be a part of it no matter which way it goes and so these people were being transported translated from country to country back and forth all over the world these people went and they came through fire and through pestilence and through famine neither fire nor persecution nothing seemed to stop them Angry mobs came to them with swords and with guns. And like Jesus, they passed through the multitudes and they could not find them. But they went forth in the name of the Lord and everywhere they stretched forth their hands. (laughs) The sick were healed. The blind eyes were opened. And there was not a long prayer, right? So they weren't praying these huge prayers and specific things and so on and so forth. And after he says, after I had reviewed the vision many times in my mind, and this is such a big, big point to this. After I had reviewed the vision many times in my mind, and I thought about it many times, I realized that I never saw a church. My, my, my. What he said is, I never saw a church building. I never saw an organization. I never saw a denomination. I never saw the leader that was leading the whole thing and everybody else reported to the leader. You understand? I never saw a corporation. I never saw an incorporation. I never saw a business model. He said what I saw was people going forth in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I never saw or heard of a denomination, he says. But these people were going in the name of the Lord of hosts. This is going to be one of the greatest earmarks 
of this revival type season, this end time ministry, these end time ministers, they're not going to go and be working in the power of a denomination or in the power of a corporation or in the power of a business model of any kind. They're not going to go in the traditional way that we've seen. But these are going to be people (laughs) that have been activated, appointed, and anointed by the power and the glory of God to go forth in his name. My goodness. So not in the name of the Baptist church, but in the name of the Lord Jesus. So in other words, (laughs) when somebody says, oh, well, what, what, what company are you a part of? They're going to say none. I just came in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, what is this going to require of the rest of us? What it's going to require for the rest of us is for us to be able to discern and be humbled and to receive the appointing and the anointing of God through individuals who are not affiliated, card-carrying members of an organization or a network or a school. Here we go. This is going to cause a whole nother level of separation. Because we have done things so religiously, so traditionally for so many generations that unless you've gone to a school, you're not really a minister and I'm just not going to let you in and I'm not going to listen. I have to give this testimony. This has occurred to me already in my lifetime and in my ministry. Um, The very Bible school that I went to, I was just about to have in the next couple days a tent meeting in the place where the Lord had sent me here in Arkansas. And so there's so many people were coming. It was going to just be a marvelous meeting. And I already had a very prophetic message to release on that day. (laughs) And the day before this meeting, or maybe a couple days before this meeting, the Bible school that I had attended reached out to me and said, Hey, we want to feature you in our magazine. So if you can just tell us a little bit about what you're doing and where your church is located and so on and so forth, we'd love to put that in there and help promote you and so on and so forth. And so I responded joyfully, of course. I mean, wow, what a great opportunity and what a great honor. So I I responded and I said, well, right now we're meeting in our house because we don't have a building as of yet. We're still doing the building and still working and and gathering in the people who will be a part of this ministry. So we're meeting right now in our home and we're about to have a a tent meeting where so and so amount of people are coming and it's just going to be marvelous and so on and so forth. And I receive an email back that was very borderline patronizing that said, oh, wow, well, that's wonderful. Well, as soon as you get a church, as soon as you get a building, and they and this was, and I quote, as soon as you are a real church, contact us back, and we would love to put you and feature you in our magazine for all the rest of this network to know who you are and what you're doing and so forth. And so a flood of emotions came over me, but this is exactly the thing that we're talking about. These are going to be people in these end times, end time ministers, end time ministries that are not going to have all of the accolades, all of the degrees, 
all of the man-made titles, these are going to be people that have received a genuine appointing, a genuine anointing, a genuine impartation from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. All walks of life, rich, poor, medical field, janitor field, and everything in between who will have a real experience and impartation from the Lord and they're going to go in his name and not in the name of a man-made corporation or religion or tradition. And this is something, ladies and gentlemen, that we're going to have to be ready for. And we're going to have to be really smart with this and really led by this because the prayers that we're praying The answer may come through one of these whom he has sent in the name of the Lord and not, not, not in the name of a denomination. And so he said, carrying on with this dream, as they marched forth in everything they did as the ministry of Christ in the end times, these people were ministering to the multitudes over the face of the earth. Tens of thousands, even millions seemed to come to the Lord Jesus Christ as these people stood forth and gave the message of the kingdom, of the coming kingdom, in this last hour. It was so glorious, but it seems as though there were those that rebelled. Again, the separation that we're talking about. And they would become angry, and they tried to attack those workers that were giving the message. So you'll notice one of the greatest themes in this whole thing is this separation that's happening. (laughs) And folks, this isn't a separation that's happening in the world versus the church. This is a separation that is happening within the church entity itself. There are those backing away from the anointing, the impartation from the Lord himself. And then there are those who are rebelling against the message and rebelling against those ministers going in the name of the Lord. And they're angry and they're persecuting and they're trying to bring harm to them. Guess what? In the name of the Lord. Because you're not doing it the way that it's supposed to be done. Because you're not doing it in the name of our denomination. Because you're not doing it the way that it's always been done. Such a transitional period that we're in right now. Because these things are happening right in front of our face. And listen to the results of these people going forth and preaching this message by the appointing and by the anointing of the Lord. He says, and as I watched from the very heaven itself, there were times when great deluges of this liquid light. What are we talking about? We're talking about outpourings of glory, the outpourings of this anointing and these impartations from the Lord Jesus himself, they seemed to fall upon great congregations, and that congregation would lift up their hands and seemingly praise God for hours and even days as the Spirit of God came upon them. Hours and even days. Come on, y'all. A spiritual Woodstock. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. And God said, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. 
And that is exactly this thing. So remember Joel chapter 2, verse 28, the after that generation. And to every man and every woman that received this power and the anointing of God, the miracles of God, there was no ending to it until the hour that this church is taken out of this world. What an amazing dream. What an amazing vision. What an amazing word from the Lord. And so I'm going to ask you this as I unhook from this podcast now. A little bit shorter, but I wanted to just break this up into two, this last portion of the end times church, the end times ministry. I'm going to leave you with this question. What are you going to do with this word? What are you going to do with this vision, with this dream? What are you going to do with the message from the Lord? Are you going to find a way to position yourself to receive every bit of this for yourself, to experience these amazing, wonderful things from the Lord Jesus Christ himself? Or are you going to be one of those that bows the head and backs away back into the the ignorance that you've always been in? The traditional things that have never really worked, that really don't work now, just a, a knot and a rope to hang on until the end. Are you going to be one of those that gets angry when you see these come and hear the message and persecute? The question is, which camp are you going to be in? Because I tell you this, there is no neutral corner. I know a lot of people think that, but there is no neutral corner. There is no place that I can get away from this and just simply not take a part, just simply not take a side, if you will. And that's absolutely not true at all. There is no neutral corner in this. You remember what the Lord himself said, you're either for me or you're against me. I'd like to leave you with Isaiah 43 again. Verse 18, where the Lord talked about all the marvelous things that he had done centuries and generations in the past. The miraculous works, how he delivered Israel, a whole nation full of just millions of people, delivered them from oppression and took them into a promised land. And he said in verse 18, but forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. And again, I've said this the last couple podcasts, but the million dollar question is this. Do you not see it? The King James Version says, will you not know it? (laughs) In other words, are you going to be positioned to be a part of this, to see it when it comes, to have the discernment to know when the Lord stretches forth his hand to you (laughs) what's actually happening? When revelation comes and when enlightenment comes, when light shows up and the Lord is behind it, are you going to be in the position to receive that impartation, that anointing from him, and rise up, head and hands in the clouds, in the glory, 
and go forth in the name of the Lord Jesus. That is literally, folks, the eternal question of mankind. And and the end times right now, this is the question that's being posed, not just to the world, but to his body, to the church, to those who claim to belong to him. Very sobering thought, very sobering questions. But this is where the rubber meets the road. If the Lord Jesus is coming back as quickly as we believe that he is, then there's got to be a separation. Who's for me and who's against me? So that he knows who is who, right? So I want to leave you with this thought. I want to leave you with this question. I hope it stirs your faith today within this podcast. Not just these questions here at the end, but the entirety of this podcast and what the Lord is really saying. Are we willing to drop everything and pretty much erase everything that we know and simply receive from him and go forth in his name rather than the way we've done it for generations now? (laughs) It's a freedom like we have never known, ladies and gentlemen. And it is going to be amazing. And it's amazing right now. Listen, I encourage you all, to reach out to us at rivervalleypc at outlook.com or check us out on Facebook, River Valley Prayer Center, also on Instagram under the same name, River Valley Prayer Center. And we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear about your, your dreams, your visions, the things that the Lord is speaking to you, or really, hey, just the encouragement or so forth that this podcast has been to you. It blesses me beyond measure to hear from you all and for you to reach out to us and just tell us what this podcast means or how it's witnessing with you. And so like we always say, be awake, be aware, and be ready. The Lord bless you and keep you, and we'll see you next time.